Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to another Monday Morning Art Talk. I'm Steven Silver, character designer and teacher, dedicated to helping you learn about the art industry and living up to your potential. Whippy! So in lieu of recent events, I'll bring that up in a second, I just want to discuss today just finding work, the industry, connecting, because I think this is very important. And the recent events that you guys may be aware of is the, the sort of boycott with CTNX. And I'm not going to get into that at all. It's at uh, Boycott CTNX. And just when you read the stories. And so people say, well, if I don't go to this convention, there's no other convention to go to. So people are going to go to the convention, even though a lot of artists are being wronged, just because they think that that's the only place to find uh, work and make connections. So that's enough about that. What I wanted to just really discuss is, yeah, making connections is an important part, but you also got to understand there are thousands of artists who went to that event who didn't get jobs, right? And there are some artists who did go to that event, some went to that convention and did get a job. How did they get a job? Number one, awesome portfolio. They're flat out, flat out. You gotta have the good stuff. And then it's just meeting people and through those connections. So what happens is people are at their tables, you meet industry people. Again, people like this are at every convention. And this is what I want to discuss today is that there's not just one convention where you're going to meet artists. And you got to start thinking about, ask yourself, if you just step back in time, how did anyone find work before any convention? Remember, these conventions, they about weren't going on for that long. Okay, and it's not the only way that people found work for, for the, really, you know, the, you, you found work by picking up that old phone and reaching out to people, looking through yellow pages, looking for whether it be advertising agencies at that time, depend where you lived in a city, you'd know you'd start hearing about, well, there's this ad agency and there's this, and you gotta start thinking about before the gaming industry happened, before the real television side of animation even started to happen, just, we go through all these different stages. And that's very important to remember, we're constantly evolving. This whole industry is constantly evolving. So is it great just to see a bunch of people working in an industry in one area? Absolutely. But is that the only thing that you can do to showcase your work and meet people and make connections? Absolutely not. You gotta keep in mind that most artists that are in this industry, not again, not all of them, but anyone who's gonna be setting up as an exhibitor, doesn't just set up at just one event to exhibit. These people are at multiple shows, multiple conventions all over the world, all over the United States, different places, again, where, wherever you live. And what's even made it easier now than ever is when you're working to meet with someone and you wanna make that connection, and, you want, and you're just looking for advice, really portfolio feedback in the hopes that maybe I'm gonna show my portfolio to someone and they're gonna remember me and they're gonna refer me and let someone else know about me because that's usually how it happens. The thing is, is that everyone's on the internet. So 
pinpointing that artist that you look, that you like, that artist that, man, I want to go to this convention just so that I can meet this guy. Well, maybe that guy's not going to be there. And for many of you guys that know with the CTN, a lot of professionals have pulled out and haven't been there for years and aren't just aren't going in the last year and as of recent. So, but you can reach out to these people if you are really assertive and you want to, okay? And it's having people look at your portfolio. Now, when you do that, the things that you got to keep in mind and what I want to suggest to you is if you find them online you, and you just want to get some feedback and you're curious, just make sure that, again, your work is suited to what it is that they are kind of already doing. And that means don't go approaching a storyboard artist about oil painting because, hey, what do you think of my portfolio? You might get a response, you might not get a response, but if you want to be a storyboard artist get um, and you want to get into the industry, ask a storyboard artist. You want to be a character designer, ask a character designer. And I know as myself as a character designer, and there's a lot of character designers in this industry, all those guys that you guys know of, that you guys follow, that you guys watch, they're at every single convention. And we all meet each other. It's not just one convention. So, so it's getting around. And so you can contact them. But again, you don't want, don't have high expectations like I need an answer back straight away. It's just like, and I get it all the time and I'm more than happy to look over people's, you know, to take a look at, at people's work whenever I can, when the opportunity arises, if I get contact and hey, just want to like to get some feedback. And again, a serious question, not just, not just here's my stuff, what do you think? Because when you do that and you just like blast out emails to people and there's no real substance behind it, it feels a little detached. So then it feels like, well, why do you expect that person to give you their time when you're not even taking time just to write a little introduction just about yourself and that what may be an experience that you're going through and do you feel that this, what I'm doing is in the right direction and whatever it may be, these are the sort of things that you, you want to find out anyway. Um, so yeah, it's, it's kind of being assertive because I get people asking me all the time, well, how do you find work? How do you find work? And the bottom line is, how did anyone ever find work? And number one is building up skill set. And number two is perseverance. And if you happen to be in the right place at the right time, that magic happens too, for sure. But it's that constant putting yourself out there wherever you can, going to events wherever you can, um, if you can if you can meet people, um, joining organizations and learning about them. And again, it's not about just, I think a lot of people today have an expectation of just getting everything really quick. Just give it to me, just tell me. I don't, I don't wanna have to research it. I don't wanna look, just give me the answers. And that sort of mentality, not to say that eventually it won't work, because it probably can, but it's going to take a lot longer and it's not, I, I don't know, I just feel that if you really want something, you go out and get it. And you just keep seeking for it and you make it happen. And this is how it's just, it's the way it's always been in every facet of business. Everything has always been this way. And it's not about making the excuses and, and the environments and the location that you live in. And it's impossible because I live here. And it's like, you know, yeah, there may not be a bunch of studios that you know of in your area of the world where you live, but maybe there's some other industries that you're not familiar about that again, you gotta sort start digging and, and researching more about. Maybe there's something that, uh, that you could find on your own. Again, we, we, we don't all have the same situation. 
We don't all have the same circumstance. We don't all live in Los Angeles and New York or Canada where, you know, just a lot of the work is. We just don't. And some of us can and some of us can't. But there's, I can tell you one thing. There's hundreds of millions of hundreds of thousands, if not millions of artists working all over the world who don't live in Los Angeles, who don't live in New York, who don't live in Canada. And they're working everywhere and you guys know who you are and you know who they are and whether they're doing, they figured out a way to take their art and start working in the comic book world. They figured out to take their art and start doing it for fine art illustration. They did it for advertising, packaging, toy design, character design, gaming, you know, on and on and on and on. And then independent, you know, projects just developing things themselves. So the thing is, is that the bottom line is, is not to get too caught up in your situation, you know, and, and really just kind of let things, again, knowing so much what it is that you want, knowing so much what it is that you desire, that this is gonna be part of your training ground um, and finding other ways. And if, if one way is not working and in one convention you can't make it to, well, figure out a way to go to another convention or do something else. Again, it's just the perseverance, it's the mindset, it's the belief which is going to really sort of take you to that next level. And I think this is why if you can just, and, and, and it's not this wish-washy stuff either. And, you know, people say, oh, it's so easy. And I, and I heard, you know, there was a guy who commented on my thing. Oh, it's so easy for you to say. It's always that one guy, right? Oh, it's so easy for you to say a professional artist who's already working has all this. And I've said it before, and people like that, they get it all wrong because I wasn't a professional artist my whole life. I was nothing more than an artist with a desire and a passion and uh, want to make it in this art field and just do nothing but that. And if you guys have, you have studied with me or gone to any of my workshops, have seen some of my old stuff, I again, my, my development was, the stuff wasn't there. But I had such a desire and want, and I was just, I dropped out of high school. I, did not, I finished high school. I never went to college. I didn't go to an art school. All these things were well, easy for you to say you went to art school. Easy for you to say this, that. And it's not easy for anyone to say anything. All it is is just about you doing and you taking the initiative to do it and not making the excuses that, well, because you don't have this and that. It doesn't matter. Cirque situation placement does not matter. And, and if you do things right, you can build yourself up and get yourself in a situation where you can go and travel and, and, and work in another country. How many thousands of artists are working on visas in other countries and doing work for other people? Thousands of people. Again, there's so many people working in this art field who have nothing, who are just starting out. But again, that, that will, that desire. And what happens is, again, the uncontrollable thing is you're going to end up in a circumstance. You're going to end up in a situation when you sort of just kind of let go and stop way overthinking this, that possible you, that, okay, through my perseverance, through my knowledge, through my determination, I'm going to make things happen. And remember the timing. It's all about the timing. Is it going to happen? overnight no it's not gonna happen overnight but it's going to happen and by creating force yourself to create your own things you know you got to put yourself into this this mindset of just I just this is what I want 
well, you can sit around and want all day long if you just if you're gonna sit around and play video games all day long or or not work on your skill set or just not really pay attention and, and listen and read up and educate yourself about artists, whatever it may be. And and I and I say this sincerely because again, every every journey is different, every story is different. But mine was the no different to so many others, just the love for art and not chasing money. I never chased money. It was just the pure love of art that eventually my own personal desire for growth which just got me to where I wanted to be, you know? And I didn't even know where I was gonna end up. All I know is if, that if I just keep working at this and if I keep believing and if I keep putting in the effort, something someday is gonna happen. And, you know, knock on wood, uh, you know, from 18 when I started professionally to 46 years old now, it also worked out so far. And I can't wonder what the next 10 years are going to be like, the next five years, the next 20. I don't know. And it doesn't matter. It honestly doesn't matter to me because all I know is that I'm going to keep working on what I want to do when I want to do it. I'm going to keep studying personally because that's what I want to do. Um, and I'm going to keep just trying to enjoy this and be present as much as possible and not let that thing in your head, that voice kind of take you into negative, negative land. You know, you don't want to be there. Uh, and so it's, yeah, I don't, you know, you're all in a different place and you all have to face different things. But if you can find that strength and it's okay to have shitty days, you're going to have bad drawing days, you're going to have bad days, you might even have a bad week, you might even have a bad month, but you know what? You've had a bad week before, you've had a bad day, you've had a bad hour and you, you've made it through it. And that was once then and this is now and may you go through it again. Okay, I'll go through it again. But again, that constant just desire. And if, again, if you need to take a break, take a break. That's important. It's important for your soul. It's important for your heart. It's important for your mind. All right. That's it. Thanks for watching. And I'll talk to you guys next week. Take care. To subscribe to my mailing list and stay updated on future workshops and events, please go to my contact at silvertunes.com and simply hit join mailing list. Until the next time, make it a great week and thank you for listening.